Hey guys, it's She Sheds Real Light with Crystal Fry and Susan Price, and today's episode is Prepare for Battle. So I don't know about y'all, but I've had tons of battles in my own life that I felt like I was constantly having to fight for. Um, And you know, a lot of those battles I just haven't been ready or prepared for. And you know, as we were talking about different topics and things we wanted to talk about, um, prepare for battle was one that came to mind because honestly, we all have a battle to fight in life or we've all had one or all going to have one. Yeah. Um, And I was thinking about how soldiers they prepare for battle they know that they're going to be sent out so they have their boots and their gear and everything that they need and they're getting them prepared mentally and physically as they're working out and they're doing all these things to just get them ready um and i was thinking about how in our own lives we should really be preparing for the battles that we're going to face it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy it doesn't mean that um things won't go wrong but what it means is that when we prepare for battle um we're equipped and we're ready and we do that with Jesus on our side because he brings us through every battle that we face but when we're equipped the way that we're supposed to and the way that he calls us to it definitely makes it a little bit more of a smoother ride for us well I tend to think about uh, one of the things that they teach my son in baseball is it's not just about um, you doing the work, putting in the work as far as like learning how to hit, learning how to field, learning how to pitch, all of those things. It's not just about you putting in the work there, but any kind of sport or anything in life, honestly, is all about mental work too. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have that mental capacity to take when you fail or to take when things are out of control or to take when you are placed into a battlefield and you have no idea. It's just like that mind is the battlefield kind of thing. And the whole mental aspect of it is, and I think what we read in the Bible as far as armoring up, is that we're armoring into the Word of God. And if we're not armoring into the Word of God and we're not suiting up and to know what the truth is and what we're putting on and what we can face with God beside us, then we're not truly in that mental capacity of being able to fight the battle and that's where I found myself in so many battles myself is that you know I mentally was not prepared and you know a lot of times we aren't mentally prepared for the things that are come about in our lives Um, when we're faced with hard circumstances or different situations we're not always mentally prepared but we also know that God's always prepared God always knows um, and God's will will always prevail and so I think that that's where we find uh, the hope in the battle but we also have to know um and know how to armor up know how to um, make sure that we are prepared for when those mental attacks or when those things happen that we you know don't might not know we're coming um, and normally don't know we're coming. We have to make sure that um, we know who God is to be able to be prepared in that aspect. And that's what God is asking of us. He just wants us to be prepared in the way of knowing his word. Mm -hmm. Because when we know his word, then we know the truth and we're able to step into that battle at least with the truth. I'm so thankful that God is always prepared because there's so many times I've felt unprepared in life, whether it be for a test at school or prepared to speak to women at our job every day when they come in. Like I, I don't feel prepared at times and sometimes like that can stress you out, but I'm thankful God's always prepared and I'm thankful that he has given us a way that we can also be equipped and prepared when we do face battles. And, um, in scripture, 
you can read in um, Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, it talks about the armor of God and it says, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything to stand, stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, which you can extinguish, all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. I know for me personally, in my own walk, knowing scripture has been so important because I've been in situations, and I've shared this recently um, with some people that we know, um, Crystal and I were both in a situation where we were we were kind of fearful of like what was surrounding us and what was going on. And as I was sitting in the driveway that morning getting ready to go into work, I was a little fearful. And then out of nowhere, I just remembered the scripture. I couldn't tell you where it's happened. It says, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and love and sound mind. Yeah. So I came inside and I immediately wrote it on a sticky note. I taped it to my laptop and it still sits there today. And honestly, since that day, I haven't felt uneasy. I haven't been fearful of the circumstances or situations and everything's been fine. And so for me, I know that scripture is my weapon to fight the enemy off. Does it mean that he's not going to attack? No. Does it mean that he's not still going to try his hardest to bring me down? No. And there's still going to be times that that happens. But when I know scripture and I can quote those scriptures to fight the enemy off, it definitely does something mentally in my mind and yours too, to where we know for me, it makes me feel prepared. Yeah. Um, well, when you were reading that uh, scripture about the armor of God, if you take a look at it, it says the belt of truth. Mm -hmm. So put on the truth of God, the breastplate of righteousness. God is righteous. So mm -hmm. putting on the righteousness of God, um, your feet fitted with the readiness. We get that readiness when we know the word because we are ready for battle yeah. when we are prepared for battle and know who God is for the battle. Um, and then it says the gospel of peace. And the only way that you can truly have that gospel of peace is to know God, mm -hmm. to know the truth, to put on that righteousness. Um, I think that's where we know the peace that God ha the peace that God wants for us, the peace that surpasses our understanding, but lies within Him. So we were thinking about prepare for battle too. I actually was thinking about the scripture of when the Israelites fleed from Pharaoh, mm -hmm. um, and Pharaoh was coming after the Israelites, and they were scared. And it says they cried out to the Lord, and that was one of the specific things that. Even with the um, armor of God, what do we do when we are preparing for battle? Like we don't succumb to what we feel inside. We cry out to the Lord. We're mm -hmm. like, Lord, help me. And it tells us like, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to cry out for help mm -hmm. in prayer. I mean, even if it's just the specifics of saying like, Lord, help me. This That simple crying out to the Lord. But in scripture in Exodus 14, uh, 13 through 14, I think it says, Moses says, 
Don't be afraid or run away. Stand where you are and watch the Lord save you today. Mm-hmm. And in Scripture, so many times it says, "Stand firm." And the only time, and the only way that we can stand firm is to stand firm in that armor of God. And um, it says, "Stay calm." And then God says, "Start." moving. And I think I love that part the best because it, when it says, God, God says, start moving. God's saying like, yes, keep your feet planted on where, like the firm foundation of me and mm-hmm. start moving because we can move when we're in battle because we know who God is and we know yeah. who's already won the victory over our battle. Right. And that's where it says the sea split and made the ground dry. Mm-hmm. And that's where they walk through the Red Sea. And what happens? The sea splits in two. God sends wind. The sea splits in two. They walk down on dry land and then all those other under Pharaoh that were coming mm-hmm. to attack are washed away. Yep. And so it shows you that if we can stand firm, if we can armor up, and if we're prepared for battle, God does the rest. All we are told to do, cry out to the Lord, pray to God, put that armor on, stay calm. And when God says start moving, and when you know, you start moving and yep. you listen to God and know that He's already defeated what needs to be defeated, and you've won this. That's right. I love that the victory has already been won. One because he yeah. goes before us. And I, I love the scripture, and this may have been what you read, and maybe it's because mine's a different version. Yeah. Um, the Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. Uh-huh. You know, standing still, being still in the presence of God, because he has won that victory, like because he died on the cross, like he died for us to save us. Like we shouldn't worry about everything else, although that's easier said than done. I'm a worrier and I'm working on that. But God truly has every detail of our lives mapped out. Yeah. And truly, like, he wants what's best for us. Um, But a lot of times we just get so caught up in trying to take control and to try to fix the situation itself that we forget to go to God, that we forget to say, here I am, Lord, I'm surrendering this over to you, and I'm allowing you to work how you need to work and move how you need to move. And I'm willing to go where you say go. And so oftentimes we're not willing to go where he says go or do what he says do. And that goes for anything in life. But especially when we're preparing for a battle, like he's saying step out. Sometimes we're scared to go to battle. I know I am. Like you don't want to fight against those things. But it's a constant battle every single day with the enemy with that darkness that surrounds us. And anytime you're doing work for the kingdom of God, the enemy is on your back and he's going to strike and he's going to attack and he's going to try to knock you down. And when you're down, he's going to try to keep you down. Yeah. He doesn't want you up. He doesn't want you fighting for the kingdom of God because when we're coming together and we're fighting for God and we're fighting for the kingdom to help win other souls to Christ for life eternally in heaven, that angers him. That makes right. him mad. And so he's going to work 10 times harder or more to keep us from doing those things. So you have to be prepared, too, to know if God's calling you to something. If there is um, a dream that you have and you know that it's God calling you to that dream and he wants you to walk into that calling, like be prepared because when you're working and moving for God, the enemy will attack you in more ways and he will leave you to the point where you're thinking, I should have never done this. Yeah. I should have never walked where God told me to walk. But that's not true. Stand firm. Be still. Let God do what he needs to do. Prepare for those battles ahead of time so that way when the time comes, 
you are able to fight in the best way that you can. Yeah. Well, that reminds me too, is so much in, you know, I guess church, so much outside of church, we hear about the battles that we're facing as far as, you know, loss or the battle we're facing of the prodigal child or the battle we're facing through sickness and um, the battle we're facing through everyday everyday life as far as, you know, maybe your job or maybe your home. But you know, one of the battles that we don't talk about enough, I feel like is the battle we face with inside of ourselves, Mm -hmm. the battle that we face of our own um, shame or our own guilt or our own things that we fight inside our self. Because honestly, those are the battles that all these other battles that God has already prepared for in our lives, he's been in preparation for, for to help us walk through. That battle inside of ourself is the hardest battle mm-hmm. I feel like that we face because inside these other things that we're walking through in life, that battle is what holds us still sometimes. That battle is what like holds us still inside of our he- ourselves, not technically still being still and letting God fight for us, but holds us back from allowing mm-hmm. the presence of God to be what is fighting for us because we're trying to fight for ourselves instead of being prepared um, in the way that um, he has given us that preparation for. But I love this song, and it's a song that I think we sang in church and we've sung before, but um, it's called, the title of it is Sea of Victory by Elevation Worship. And I'm just going to read the song because the lyrics of it, I think in itself, speak for a lot. And one of the lyrics, which I'll talk about in just a second, um, has really been hitting me hard lately of just the powerhouse of just a name. Um, and it says, The weapon may be formed but it won't prosper when the darkness falls it won't prevail god the because the god i serve knows only how to triumph my god will never fail oh my god will never fail i'm gonna see a victory i'm gonna see a victory for the battle belongs to you lord i'm gonna see a victory i'm gonna see a victory for the battle belongs to you lord There's power in the mighty name of Jesus. Every war he wages, he will win. I'm not backing down from any giant because I know how this story ends. Yes, I know how this story ends. And it says, I'm going to see a victory again. And it repeats that chorus. And then it says, I'm going to worship through this battle. going to worship my way through. You take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good. You take what the many... enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good and it says I'm going to see a victory and it repeats itself but the one thing that has been on my mind so much that I feel like we don't say enough when we cry out is Jesus Mm -hmm. the simple word but the magnificent almighty name of Jesus when we cry out sometimes all we need to say is Jesus Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Calling out his name does mighty works in our Mm -hmm. lives because we're calling out to the King of Kings, our Almighty, who's already won everything. And all we have to say is Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And he's there. He's there and he's in the midst. I think it was a conference that we went to, and I could be wrong. Maybe we weren't even together, but I was somewhere, and I feel like it was a conference. And they just had everybody close their eyes and just repeat the name of Jesus, like singing that name over and over again. And all you heard was weeping in the room, and all you... All you felt was the presence of God in that room. And it it definitely is powerful, exactly like you're saying. And, you know, I wish for myself and my own walks, mental health has been a struggle for me since high school, dealing with 
um, depression. And then later on, after I had my last kid, who's now eight, dealing with anxiety since I've had her. And so fighting that battle has been really tough. Like there's days you don't want to get out of bed. There's days that honestly, I didn't shower and I didn't feel like doing anything. And I secluded myself from everybody on the outside. And honestly, I wish at that point in my life, even though I still deal with it, I deal with it differently because I do walk with God closer now. But I wish for myself that back when it was so bad that I was walking with God closer then because I feel like I would have been able to fight differently. Um, But I think it's just a testament for my own self to know now, like when I'm in that place, I do have Jesus on my side Mm -hmm. and that God goes before me and that he's with me. I'm not alone in that. Um, And I, I know it's easy to say because I know when I get back in that place again or if I'm having a bad day, like it's it's almost near it is it's impossible to talk yourself out of it because you can't do it on your own like it's not possible um it it's crippling at times and so knowing that I have God and knowing that I'm in a different place in my relationship and my walk with God I know right now that um he he's with me in the midst of that and that he will pull me through that Um, But I think for me, I know the things that help. One, I try to tackle like what caused this and I try to walk through those steps. But I also know I can't sit in silence at home. I can't seclude myself from the outside world. I have to make myself get out. So if that means texting someone saying, hey, meet me here or hey, I'm going to Target, meet me here or just something to do to make myself get out of bed or get out of the house. um, I know there's certain things that can be done, but I also know that going to God in prayer And just crying out to him in those situations has been a powerful tool for me as well. Well, one of my big things too is, so last year when I was going through quite a rough time, one of the things that I found myself is I couldn't sleep. Like it was really hard for me to go to bed at night because I was worried about specific things that could happen overnight or um, if I would get a phone call or I would just worry about what could happen while I was sleeping. And I remember... um, in those times of being worried and knowing that I was in a battle, but I didn't know how to kind of properly face the battle other than just crying out to God or, or look, reading his word, which I felt equipped in that aspect, but I was still afraid, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember a, a lot of nights I would take my Bible and I would I would literally sleep with it underneath my pillow and I, I would wake up and I would pray until I would fall asleep mm-hmm. and it would it would might just be just very simplistic just words and but I knew that that would help me through that and I think that knowing these things that don't have to be we sometimes complicate things so much and think that we have to have like these fancy words or mm-hmm. um, have to have specific things or, or know scripture to an ultimate level where we know exactly what verse and mm-hmm. where it came out of the Bible. But, you know, it's literally sometimes just putting on worship music and yeah. putting some earphones in your ear and just sitting there, you know, in that stillness. And I think that sometimes going back to that simplicity thing is where God needs us in the battle so that he can truly just be in control of what he's already in control over. Um, And then I I thought too, while you were talking, I know one of our first podcasts that we ever did was Hold My Hoops. (laughs) And Susan and I talked about how back in the day, you know, we were just, we were ready to go. Like we take our hoops off. If Mm -hmm. you wanted to fight, let's throw down, you know? 
And that's the way that we handled battle in that aspect. And it wasn't right. It was all wrong. (laughs) And we literally thought that we were just this giant Mm -hmm. that couldn't be defeated. But in reality, I, I think... I think God was kind of like the David in that aspect, where He had to knock us down and show, like we we aren't the one that is is uh, in control. We're not the one, even though we thought we were. But it made me think of that. That was a really good uh, podcast that we did, and we enjoyed that one a lot. But um, just what you know, what we assume and who we assume we are, we're nothing without God. We truly are. We're nothing without God, and. Um, when we can kind of get that under our, our in our brains yeah. and 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 know that he's under our feet, uh, I think that we are able to actually uh, go to battle a little bit mm-hmm. easier and better. And and knowing that he's he's truly he, we can see a victory in it. Yeah. Well, and that's why it's so important too that we give all glory and honor to God because we didn't do it on our own. We didn't come out of this because of us. No. And a lot of times we think, well, I did that, girl. Yeah. I did that. Pat yourself on the back. Yeah. Did it with the help of that- God. Like God did that for you. Like he pulled me through that. But yes, I took steps to help make it happen. He gave me the desire, the strength, the passion. Um, So I think it's just remaining humble in those seasons too. So just definitely something to think about, something to encourage you with, and and just a way that you can start learning how to prepare for the battles of life that you know will come eventually. Well, and and realize that it's not, it doesn't have to be crazy. Preparing for battle is just literally armoring up with the Mm -hmm. truth of God. And knowing what what God says, and knowing and, Him, yes, and knowing Him, knowing that He's already won this victory, and and like I think Susan and I both, it's not as easy. It's easier said than done sure. when you're in the in the middle of something that just seems so so hard, and it's easier said than done just to say like, "Hey, God, I'm going to give you all control over this." Mm-hmm. Susan and I have seen that first and forehand. But I'm telling you, in my life, when I have literally handed over that control to God and said, "God, you're going to do what you're going to do with this," because truthfully. He's going to do what he's going to do with it, no matter what, if you give that control Mm -hmm. or you don't give that control. But when I've seen myself do that, I've also seen God's faithfulness after it in a different way. Like, I actually am like, I gave it to you, God, and you showed me your faithfulness, Mm -hmm. even though you would have shown me, even if I didn't give it to you. But I I don't know. It's just like a little bit clearer of like, a thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Like, I... It, for me, it is anyways. Yeah. Well, I think we both, we've shared this all the time, have worked on control issues yeah. and I think surrendering over that control and that self-control to God and allowing him space to move and work in your life, it definitely makes you have a heart of gratitude for the places where he steps in because you're right. Like at the end of the day, he's going to do what he wants, whether we, yeah. we give full permission or we don't get permission, like he's going to do what he wants to do. So I mean, you cannot give him permission if you don't want to, but he's still <laughs> going to find a way. He's still going to make it happen. So quit fighting we're fighting the wrong thing, right? It says we're fighting against, it's not against flesh and blood, right? And so we're fighting against God as hard as we can when we really should be taking that energy and fighting off the enemy and giving into God and surrendering to God saying, here I am, Lord. 
I'm giving it to you. I'm trusting you and I'm letting you do what you need to do in my life. Yeah. So I think ultimately if you guys and we can figure out a way to say, all right, God, I'm putting you first. Mm -hmm. I'm letting down these walls of trying to figure it out on my own, trying to go to my own sources, trying to be my own source mentally and physically. And God, I'm going to let you be the source of love, the Mm -hmm. source of power, the source of authority over my life. I'm going to let you do it, Lord. And I'm going to lay everything else and surrender it all and and that means sometimes every day um and just knowing the goodness of god the faithfulness and knowing that no matter what no matter what battle you're in god's gonna show his faithfulness in it because ultimately god is in full control over it all Mm -hmm. so if we could just get that mentally in our in our minds and our brains and know that what we're even fighting fighting internally is um is god's Mm -hmm. and that that battlefield may come but being equipped and prepared um prepared for that battle just as we read in Exodus, um, where it says, you know, Moses, don't be afraid or run away. Stand where you are and watch the Lord. Stay calm. And then God says, start moving. Just knowing that God will Mm -hmm. say and do what God is going to do because God is faithful and God is good. Stay calm. Don't fear. Have no anxiety. No worry. So easy to say, but scripture (laughs) tells us that that's what we're supposed to do. And so with the help from God, we can do it. It is possible. So that's right. Well, we thank y'all for joining us and we hope that this was an episode that spoke to you. We would love to hear ways of how or what you took away from it, but we hope that y'all have a great week. Yeah. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.